0: Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's the she's dangerous broadcasters turned rogue podcasters <laughs> it's just a real nice surprise they're back and on demand just press the button see you. you're on ready or not it's pat and lisa some people without brains do an awful lot of talking don't they yes
1: i guess you're
0: right <laughs> quiet numbskulls i'm broadcasting Yeehaw! dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it,
1: yeah. It's love and time.
0: The great jazz pianist Dave Brubeck uh, died last week at the age of 91. This was probably his most famous song. It was called Take Five, actually written by the saxophonist Paul Desmond. And apparently most jazz critics didn't dig this song, Take Five. But it was a huge hit with the public. And thank goodness, the public mostly is not comprised of jazz critics. And you're about to hear a podcast uh, quite unlike uh, any that we have done in the past. Uh, For this particular podcast, I am completely nude. Oh,
1: thank God. (laughs) Why do we have to do anything different? Uh, I think the old way that we did it was fine.
0: So I I would prefer.
1: Yeah. Okay, hang on. Well. Hang on. Okay, those are on backwards, but it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. This would be... How's that look? It looks better, but you can do all this before we actually start doing the podcast. Well, uh,
0: we're we're rolling already, so I might as well just keep going. Yes, just keep going. Okay. Sorry, I thought you would think that was funny, but you apparently would prefer.
1: I'm kind of crabby today, like, so I'm not nothing's like, really striking what, my. What what's got you crabby? I don't know. I don't know. I arrived here crabby. Don't you ever just get sort of oh, yeah. surly and you can't, you know, and and then people will say, "Well, what's wrong?" Like you just did, mm-hmm. "I don't know. I'm just a little crabby."
0: But why is that? And I've always wondered at this. I why don't know. why can't we why don't we know why we feel the way we do?
1: I don't know. I just feel a little on edge. It's not yeah. you or anything. I've just been kind of all day. Well, and I slept well last night. Could be me.
0: You don't know because you just said you don't know for sure. <laughs>
1: I don't think it's you. It's yeah. usually not you. Sometimes it is you. but.
0: Do you like sleeping?
1: I love sleeping. I love it. I love it. How, <laughs> how much do. sleep
0: do you get normally?
1: Well, you know, I don't have an alarm clock now. I don't have to get up to an, an alarm clock because I work, you know, for myself. So I, I use I, the
0: alarm on my phone. Do you, have you ever used that?
1: No, because you're not supposed to have your phone in the bedroom. First well, of all,
0: well, tell me about it, because because like, yeah. my little phone makes little
1: boom ding
0: noises yeah. and alerts all night right, long. No, my wife you, says,
1: "Get out of here!" Yeah, it's... get that
0: phone in your stuff, so honey. <laughs> That's an exact duplication of her voice, and you must admit <laughs> you've met her. <laughs> Hi, Alicia. How are you? It doesn't actually it sound does, much. Not like so much. Her. No, okay. she sounds. Wish I she could is do much, her voice much cuter than that.
1: She, but yeah, I, I sleep. Um, I mean, I sleep seven eight hours. And but if, here's the thing. If can you, I just could, tell you can yes. I tell you one quick yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. There are nights when I don't sleep hardly at all because I'm so hot. I'm going through a period in my life. I right like
0: Sounds like you're bragging.
1: No, I'm telling you that I am. I. You know. You know what I sleep with now. Go ahead. Um, guess what I sleep with now? This is the only thing that brings me comfort at night because um, I'm so hot.
0: An ice box.
1: I sleep with an ice pack under my pillow. Really? Isn't that pathetic? Oh, it's too hot. Too hot. Too hot Got to run for shelter. Got to run for shame. But the ice pack keeps my whole sort of my head gets really hot. I don't know what that is and my pillow gets sweaty. And I so I have an ice pack and then when I flip the pillow to the cool side, ah oh, it's a relief. There were
0: the coldest days of my life I my so new invention is a Is a square <laughs> pillow. That way you'll have four cool sides. You, <laughs>
1: You mean a cube?
0: Yeah, kind of a cube-shaped thing. Not severe, but just enough that you can get <laughs> yeah, And a, a couple idea. extra cool sides.
1: That's a good idea. Why is the cool side
0: the side that's down? You think that would become the hot side?
1: No, because your big, fat, sweaty head's sitting oh, on the top side. and that's greasy head. And that's what's making it all Remember that all story hot? I told
0: years ago about my... I, I And it really is true. I was having the greatest dream in the world. I, I was up... flirting around with vestal virgins and I don't know it was just and I was flying I mean everything the the very best dreams that you have are things like where you're flying or you're doing something wonderful or you're making out or something that's really funny you've seen a relative that's been departed for a long time you know things like that yeah so I was having one of those kind of dreams just oh is this fantastic and all of a sudden, and I mean it was all of a sudden, something, <laughs> my pillow gets yanked out from under my head and I go, whoop, oh, and I'm wide awake.
1: <laughs> That's kind of rude. What happened?
0: Well, it was it was my... Um...
1: Oh, I remember this. It was my wife. I remember this. Yeah. She had bought a pair of brand new, beautiful, decorative... Pillow pillow shams. Shams, yes. And Shams just for some reason escaped you. You didn't know what they were.
0: I know what they were, but I don't know why they are. What do you I mean, mean you why? don't know
1: why they are. Well, anyway, so well,
0: so- you know what the the word "sham" means to <laughs> something artificial. To
1: right, that a, means a cover up. Exactly, yeah. it's not for really. It's not for using. Which why didn't you make that connection? Well, then
0: why do we have why do we have a bedroom with p- those kind of pillows on it? I assumed because there were pillows on the bed, they were there for me to use. To get supine and dream.
1: When she yarded the pillow out really fast into your head. Yeah. Remind me what she said to you.
0: She said this, and this is an exact quote: "I've told you to keep your big, fat, stupid, greasy head off the pillow shams." And she used <laughs> all of those adjectives: your big, fat, <laughs> stupid, greasy head. <laughs>
1: Well, was it?
0: Well, it hurt my feelings, needless to say, <laughs> but it also ruined my dream and ruined my sleep and everything else. So then I stupidly did the thing that any man who's been married uh, more than 10 minutes should know, but I decided I would debate her on this oh, sham issue. Oh, really? Yes, whatever time of night that was, too. All right. So I began by defining what a sham is. I It's something that's false. It, it's it's phony. It's to cover a, up the real thing. Sure.
1: Okay. So, so what's your, your entire, argument?
0: So your argument's predicated on a, essentially something fallacious, a lie, Liar. a cover up. Liar. Liar. No, um,
1: you just made her point for her by saying that it's 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 false. It's not really a pillowcase.
0: Well, my feeling is so you
1: can't really put your big fat stupid greasy head on it. Look,
0: when I go to bed after working a hard long day to earn money to help that woman to buy those pillow shans. buy the things that she needs, she could not have bought those pillow shans without my work, and and yet, <laughs> then she has the audacity to lord it over me. <laughs> and by the, and when I go to bed, I'm weary. I'm yeah, so why, yes, weird. Yes. I'm not going to be <laughs> looking. Oh, wait a minute! Are these pillow shams? I, I must stay awake a little longer. Must be sure. Must, must. <sighs> so I went to bed. And, you know, it, they were there. I slept on them. You and
1: still, you still think that you were, you were in the right, or you did nothing wrong.
0: My whole thing is, I don't understand. That is, to me, one of the fundamental differences between men and women men ain't into the decorative stuff i well, mean it's like let's let's put uh let's put grandpa's ashes into the urn oh not that urn that's the decorative urn <laughs> don't drive that car that's the decorative taurus or the or towels you probably have
1: towels for show oh sure. yeah
0: yeah they're they're exactly and dishes <laughs> For sure. you know i i the my the glasses i get to drink out of have you know uh McDonald's characters on them. We save the nice glasses for when people like you come over. And I, and she
1: I, probably wouldn't mind if I slept on the pillow sham. Uh,
0: well, I, I don't think I, I don't think I would test her on that, Lisa. Yeah. But yeah, so that uh, that that was that whole thing, and, and and needless to say, I lost the argument.
1: All right, and so um, you were you were you were starting to ask me, do I like to sleep? Oh, and yes. I said yes, I love to sleep. Where were you going with that, Mr. Simon?
0: Well, I wanted to ask you, if you had the choice, and you hear about people like this every so often, that say, you know what? I only need four hours of sleep Hi. a night, and I am as good to go.
1: Martha Stewart's like that. She's all, do you know she only sleeps like three hours a night?
0: Well, she she got that habit when she was in prison.
1: <laughs> no, I mm-hmm. think she was doing that before then. I've but. heard
0: that the previous pope... Uh, was a four-hour-a-night guy, uh, Mario Cuomo, former governor of New York. And Every they once carry a while, like a badge
1: people. of honor. I don't believe yeah. it's it's a badge of honor. Um, well, and it you don't also, have to
0: sleep. It seems to run counter to what the so-called experts say that right. the human body, humans generally need seven to eight hours, more to the eight than to the seven a night right. of sleep. Right. Right. Um, I and I don't know if. If that's true or not, I used to get by on about six when we were doing radio together. Yeah, but you
1: just use the word "get by." Yeah, and that's that's, that's you what know? you're doing
0: because you 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 pay for it on the other side. I remember, and I've told you this before. Late, I'll come home late in, or early in the afternoon after one of our early radio shows, I'm and I'm falling while asleep at, while I'm driving. Yeah. and I have to pull over and take a little nappy poop. Yeah, poo. it's
1: dangerous. Yeah, it and is. you're just you're crabby, and it's not good for you. No, physically. you're the one
0: that's crabby. <laughs>
1: Maybe I don't know. Look at
0: me, so call I me you No, lying. I
1: want I'm one of those people that I need to sleep 8 I need to sleep 8 hours.
0: But you say you need to. If yeah. you had the option of operating at full, you know, function with less sleep, would you opt for that? Would you like that? I mean, oh, because I see what you're, saying. Cause you're so, sacrificing uh, a lot of your a lot of hours of your life sleeping. Oh, I know. Sleeping.
1: I guess I would. Um Because if you're saying I would feel as satisfied, because I love to sleep, so if I like... And you're good at it. If I want to sleep for eight hours because I love it, then if I'm going to get the same satisfaction from just four hours of sleep, then sure, why not? All right. I have more time to do stuff. All right. Well, that seems
0: reasonable to me. Yes, I would love to get by on zero sleep. I mean, just as little as possible.
1: Because you have a lot of stuff to do. What do you have to do that's so important? Porn. (laughs) Of course. Well, Well...
0: All the best porn is on late at night, as you know.
1: <laughs> Actually, not anymore. It's not? No.
0: Oh, no. really? Well, it's on I, guess, demand. You, I guess you would know. On
1: demand, just like this podcast.
0: Did I ever tell you about the porn movie I rented? Oh, I don't remember on. the name of what? it, but you were in it. And you what? and I said she never told me she made a porn movie. What are you
1: talking about? It's the one with the goat. Why are and then you the saying the, the, this? the guy with
0: the pan flute. You don't remember that? Now see, no. people
1: are going to think you're telling know, the truth and then they're going to go they're going to go googling it.
0: Yeah, I, I made it up. I'm sorry. It was Gosh. supposed to be a joke. She's All never right. been in a porn well, I don't know With if you a can goat. Call it porn. Yeah. <laughs> not not a goat. Google Lisa and a goat and see what you come up with.
1: Don't do that. <laughs> oh my god. My poor mother. <laughs>
0: My uh, a friend of mine sent me a whole compilation, and this is uh, I'm I'm making a a wild digression here, uh, like a drunk at a Christmas party. But I, I uh, he sent me this list of headlines, and he said these. This is why I still get a newspaper every day, but this is also probably why I'm not going to continue my subscription. Oh, and I love these things. All right, and there are headlines. Because that's somebody's job at a newspaper. Sure. To, to write headlines. Right. And you have to succinctly put together um, some sort of contextual reason for somebody to read the story. Correct. But also to tell the story so that you, you kind of get the idea just from the headline of right. what's happened here. Right. And, and you don't think, ah, that's easy. No, that's, that's difficult. Easy. That's no, a craft. That's yeah, it's
1: really it's, difficult.
0: It, it's almost an art. Well, these are some just a handful of them and I thought you might enjoy them. There's it's just a bit of
1: These are real headlines yes, in it's, real it's, newspapers.
0: It's just it's fiddly sticks, you know, it's not important stuff. But All right. Uh here's one about Princess Diana, I remember when she was killed? Yes. Uh the headline from one of the European newspapers was Diana was still alive hours before she died. <laughs> wow. Here's a here's a story about a girl okay. whose father uh got promoted to be principal of her school. And the headline was, Student Excited Dad Got Head Job.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Here's one that says, Mississippi's literacy program shows improvement, and Mississippi is spelled wrong. <laughs> bugs flying around with wings are flying bugs, say scientists. <laughs> Who would I guess? <laughs> Republicans turned off by the size of Obama's package. Oh boy. Illiteracy an obstacle. study shows.
1: What? Oh o- illiteracy obstable.
0: is an obstable Got it. study shows. Uh huh. Here's a sports story, Yankees player. A Rod goes deep. Wang hurt. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> oh.
1: Do you think they know what they're doing as I they're think doing they do it? Sometimes. Or do you think it's an oversight?
0: I think sometimes they, have, they do. No. One of my personal favorite headlines, and I discovered it myself and I kept a copy of it here somewhere. It was in the weekend Seattle Post Intelligencer. The longtime congressman Norm Dix, was in a race Great. against a man named Jim Beavers. Okay, I can, and, you
1: don't even need to tell me.
0: And it, it, I've th- already
1: made the connection. And they had
0: a debate, and the headline said, "Fur flies when Dicks and Beavers meet." <laughs> now you got to see. Now that can't be an accident. On the other hand, the guy can well, say, what could say, "Look, I didn't come do? up with their names. That's Those exactly are their right. names." I'm exactly. sorry. Statistics show teen pregnancy drops off significantly after age 25. (laughs) Barbershop singers bring joy to school for deaf. Wait, what? Barbershop singers bring joy to school for the deaf.
1: Oh, for the deaf. Got it.
0: Did I not say that clearly? I just
1: thought you said death, like dying. I didn't get it.
0: Yeah, it's funnier with (laughs) death.
1: It sure is.
0: Bridges help people cross rivers. Did you know that? That's a headline? Yeah. Meetings on open meetings is closed. (laughs) Uh, And it's a guy who heads up a giant uh, meat company. (laughs) The headline is simple. Meathead resigns. (laughs) Federal agents raid gun shop. Find weapons. (laughs) Marijuana issue sent to a joint committee. That one sounds like a joke. Seventeen remain dead in morgue shooting spree. Hmm. Worker suffers leg pain after Crane drops 800-pound ball on his head. Okay. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, let's move on. Okay, so let me tell I don't you- even need to say move on because we haven't moved anywhere yet. Let
1: me tell you a couple of things about this day because we're this, this podcast is right. uh, posting or dropping on uh, December 10th. <coughs>
0: That was it dropping.
1: 2012. So on the day that this will be published, uh, did you know the first Playboy ma- Hugh Hefner published the first Playboy magazine on this date back in 1953.
0: And wasn't that the one where Marilyn Monroe was the centerfold?
1: You know, I don't have my computer in front I, of me. but I think that's I right. I think it is right.
0: Well, she was certainly in one of the very, very first. I think not it the is. the first.
1: Yeah. My name is Lolita. And, uh. I'm not supposed to play with boys. So there you go. Hubba, hubba And don't you wish you had one of those? Do you know how much that would be worth?
0: Yeah. Playboys are very
1: collectible.
0: Yeah. Um, that's and that's why guys collect them. I think basically.
1: You think so? There were. You Can know, I ask You remember you, the it, thing? Well, no. I watch.
0: I get it for, for the articles, 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 man. There's yeah, really good yeah. interviews and stuff in there. Do
1: you? Um. And you. You don't have to. It, tell me if you don't feel like it but do you remember the first time you ever saw one i mean what was your were you just just completely amazed and thankful i remember opening up the centerfold <laughs> and going were you grateful bah!
0: that was my reaction <laughs> really i oh i'm just Do you know bo- how
1: you got a hold of it was it no do you i don't remember, remember those that details?
0: but i remember that i thought it was sensational when my brother showed me a National Geographic magazine I right. had had native tribe, yes. African tribe tribal <clears throat> women. women completely topless, and you could see their, you know, yeah. yeah, their money makers, yes, right there, that's right. And I thought, man, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: and they used to be in the school library, and yeah. I remember the librarian would always make sure to Tony ch- Arbo
0: got thrown out of our school library
1: for wa- for looking at the National Geographic. Nope, so. it wasn't
0: for that. Uh, the librarian had put up on a bulletin board, on a, on a corkboard, individual letters, large letters, that said, The library is full of treasures. And Tony took a bunch of the letters off, so that it then read "The bra is full of treasures." Okay, see. He, he was caught yeah. doing it. They actually suspended him uh, out of school for a while, for a <laughs> That's day a pretty at good least. Joke. Yeah,
1: they should be happy he learned how That's to spell right. and be clever exactly. and how to turn a phrase. I Today,
0: mean, they would reward a kid like that. <laughs> right. Um, So uh, I don't remember, what was the question again? I
1: just wanted to know if you recall the details surrounding the first time that you ever found a Playboy or got a hold of it or, I I remember we were shocked and it was all, it was my dad's that I found and it was stashed under the couch. Every every dad had their stash
0: spot. I know, I know. You know? know? Well, I remember my my mother, a family friend, a relative actually, a a gentleman, uh, our, our uncle, Died suddenly of a heart attack. Hmm. He was unmarried, and who would what be calling the, me now? Isn't that, that
1: what is? Who is that?
0: Well, I don't know, but obviously I can't answer.
1: Why this. can't you? You should take it on the air. All
0: right. Hello. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, I did. Is this? Uh, is this Daniel? Who's this? I'm not. I'm not hearing you very well. Oh, okay. Can can you? So what's up? I don't know. You. I see the question. You called me before to leave it to me one message. I think about the landscape is well. You're talking about fixing the uh, the leaky roof. You're not sure? No. Okay. (laughs) Well, it's possible that uh, you've called the wrong number. What do you think? Could that be a possibility? Because you and I are not quite connecting here. Are you still there? Yeah. Are you, are you, you are, okay was, It took you a long time to think about it so, uh, so what what can I do for you? What can I do for you? I, I don't know if
1: you I, You called me if you hear question I don't know what's going on you called Maybe I
0: called it Maybe I'm the one who called the wrong number That could be or Did you fix leaky roofs? Roof? Yes, like on the top of a house Okay, well, and what is your name again? Israel. Oh, Israel. Do you know a Daniel? Daniel? Yes. Does that name ring any bells? No. Hmm. Okay, well, then I bet I called the wrong number. And I apologize for that.
1: Oh, okay, because sometimes I, I, I clean up the
0: garages for my customers. Okay.
1: Uh, Ask him if he wants to he plug might, his you, business.
0: What what's the name of your business? You want to plug it?
1: Uh, Bravo is it landscaping.
0: I'm sorry, what is it again? Bravo is landscaping. Okay. Well, great. Uh, thanks for calling me. I'm sorry. I must have misdialed the number I intended to call. So, thanks. Okay. All right. So, uh, see, I'm I'm trying to call a guy who also uh is uh, speaks in a Latino Hispanic accent. Uh, he was going to come and fix my leaky roof, and and uh, he's already got half the money, and now uh, now he just so you hasn't paid shown him half the money? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That might have been a stupid idea.
1: What'd you do that for?
0: Well, because I wanted a leaky roof fixed. Now, I've never had a leaky roof before.
1: Let's go up on
0: my...
1: This and is very annoying. And you paid him before he's even started the work? Paid
0: him half of it, yes. Do you know,
1: who he, do you know him?
0: Uh, he's, uh, I, we've used him, you have, oh, we've you used, used, used him before, okay. yeah. But, but, I mean, now... Uh as we are getting ready to do this podcast the weather's going to start getting rainy again and mm-hmm. he's going to now he's going to be postponed again. That's neither here nor there.
1: So what was this poor guys so you just misdialed and left a number you didn't even pay attention to what the the message said. No,
0: that it was one of those pre-recorded ones. The the person oh. with the number four two five blah 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 right, blah, right, blah right, is right. not okay. here. Leave a message. Okay. Yeah. so it wasn't his voice. So obviously, all right. And by the well, way, my recommendation to people is don't use that pre recorded thing. Yeah, say that your way, name. Say your name, mm-hmm. so we know. Okay, this is the person I want to leave the message for for right. sure. Now exactly. I know. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So where were we? We uh, were
1: talking about your your dad's Playboy stash. You started to talk about your mom and Playboys oh, oh. when you were little. So
0: yeah. So so the uncle dies. And then uh, they have the funeral and everything. And then she tells me she she uh, later she said, Dad, you're not going to believe what they found in uh, Uncle Bob's under his seat of his chair." Oh my God! So what? What was it, Mom? They found <laughs> like three or four Playboy magazines. <laughs> That's her heart. Yeah. It was like the most <laughs> scandalous. scandalous thing yeah. that she said, you can't tell anyone. You can't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why are you telling me? Well, just uh, don't want you going down that road. To... So, I, it, you know, it was just you, such a big deal.
1: Did you run to the chair and see if you could find them? Yeah, or they were else, all gone. They were gone. Yeah. They were all gone. Anyway, they're collectibles, uh, yeah. you know. Well, you
0: know, for a brief period of time, after I was married i sus- subscribed to Playboy magazine
1: you did did you tell your mother
0: uh no, I didn't tell my mother, but my wife is aware of it and and she so it would you know would come in the brown paper once we started having kids, I thought nah I can't have this right I don't, I don't have this around anymore right, but I think for most young men, finding one by accident is almost always <laughs> The common denominator. Like you and, see and it in the a the bar- highlight of their life. It's in a barbershop or you find it lying out in the bushes and you think, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is great. Right. And I'm then a... you
1: have to show it to all your friends. Yeah. And... Look
0: what I got, you guys. <laughs> Check it out, man.
1: <laughs> that just seems to be sort of a rite of passage for young boys. I know. It Girl, does. Well, girls don't have that. Uh, but there's you... no equivalent to that for girls.
0: Well, there's Play Girl magazine, I guess. Well, did, but, did but, that but ever we're interest not.
1: You? But see, when we're 12 and. 10, 11 and 12 were not really thinking in those types of terms. Little boys, 10, 11, and 12.: And th- this particular
0: little boy, 10 or 11, 12, had no idea how things worked. Really I've worked. told you this story before. Or what a
1: boob was. Yeah, either. I
0: didn't know what it was. I just knew that it was sort of forbidden, and therefore, right. we must have it. <laughs> we must look at it.
1: You know? right and, to and, understand. Yeah. But
0: I mean, you think about <laughs> Hugh Hefner, whether you like him or not. I mean, the guy was at uh, the vanguard of changing, uh, sure. for better or worse, th- right. the way our culture operates. Absolutely. And uh, the sexual revolution and all the things mm-hmm. that followed after that, pretty uh, pretty influential in, and in that respect, an important individual. I agree. Albeit it does devolve into the silliness factor as well in some ways sure. that he conducted his personal life. Well, a yeah. lot of which is probably a fable, anyway. Who knows? I
1: don't, I don't know. Sure. He's really, I don't know. I think he's.
0: Think he's a real he's, deal.
1: He's rich and, and except, eccentric, and, and mm-hmm. just you know, he can. Yeah. any
0: uh, okay. Yeah.
1: Anyway, enough about him.
0: All right. So, um, this magazine that you and I like to uh, read called The Week, which yes. we have we have plugged, and we don't get any. We should be getting this for free as many times as we've plugged this magazine.
1: Well, I'm going to send them an email. You should. I will. Uh,
0: we, we, uh, it, because in this busy world that we live in, uh, this is kind of a nice, quick compilation of the news of the week. Uh, and I like it because it presents all different points of view on an issue. For example, uh, uh, there's an article about the tax rates and the fiscal cliff here. Yes. And they talk Boy, about big in the news uh, Republicans remain op- opposed to raising tax rates on wealthy Americans, but they might be open out to raising additional revenue through closing uh, closing loopholes and then uh, and then the back and forth of it all, Republicans say they'll concede on on uh, taxes only if they get major entitlement reforms, in other words, social Security and Medicare and stuff like that mm-hmm. and that's what the big fight's about it is what they call. The Fiscal cliff. Okay, so do you know who this guy, Grover Norquist, is? Does that name mean anything to you? Uh, Sounds like a Sesame Street character. It doesn't mean
1: anything, and I know it probably should. I, I don't feel very well-versed in this whole... I don't think a
0: lot of people know who he is. Okay, well, I makes but me But you start better. to see him on talk shows and things all the time. Okay. And his deal, is he's a crusader, and and for 20 years, apparently... His anti-tax pledge has been this keystone of the Republican platform. And basically, his pledge has been signed by 95% of congressional Republicans, who basically, uh, the pledge is, you you will oppose all tax increases. And the Republican Party, 95% of congressmen signed off on this thing. Mm -hmm. And, And when you see this guy... Grover Norquist. He al- see this picture I'm showing you right now. Yeah? He always looks like that. Serious. He is, the, he is the gloomiest, most humorless human on the planet. Well, and I said, can you smile once in a while? You, you. Just- he's like a purveyor of doom, and and you have to you have to go my way, or then I'm going to be really pissy about things and i just think god what an unpleasant personality
1: maybe he's a riot at home he
0: I, I, I could be but he's never been elected to office by the way but he's one of the most powerful figures in the gop and now some of these uh, congress people that had said oh yeah we're signing on you betcha well then uh, the, recently uh, a senator named bob corker said you know what uh, i will break my pledge to oppose all tax increases if it means we can avoid this fiscal cliff thing and a number of the congress people that had signed this pledge are now prevaricating or at least you know toe the sand about whether they're gonna gonna follow through on it and this just getting grover's just spinning out of control now he can't believe it i heard him compare mm-hmm. well, one guy i uh, uh, one guy. Congressman uh, Peter King, I think it is, from New York, who said, well, uh, if Congressman King is, is not going to honor his, his promises, uh, his pledge, then maybe, you know, his wife ought to be thinking about that, whether he's going to honor his pledge that he made with her. Oh, brother. I mean, brother. really hitting below the belt yeah. on this stuff. and. Really crazy. But my advice to Grover Norquist, not that he wants my advice or anybody's advice, mm-hmm. is, hey, gloomy Gus, how about smiling once in a while?
1: What's that going to solve?
0: Well, it'll at least show that he's, a, hey, this is actually a rather affable fellow. So, again. I mean, he, he's so off-putting to me that I don't care what he says. I don't want to look at so him or So you hear think him.
1: that he'll be able to be more persuasive is what you're saying? I think he, so. Yeah. You, I,
0: you I, attract I, more flies with honey than you do... Well, we know what flies like the best, uh, not, and it ain't honey either. But, right? Well, yeah. maybe
1: that's what he's going yeah, for. Yeah, I
0: guess so. But another good thing though that I saw in um, this the Week magazine that the uh, editor is the editor in chief is a guy named William Falk, and uh, he he's not really saying anything here that I don't think all of us don't think from time to time. But I thought he wrote it awfully well, and I'll just read it verbatim, right. and then we could we talk about it. Here's what he wrote in a little editorial piece. He said, Can you please just shut up? Stop running your big mouths? Quiet! No, not you, them. The two guys over there are using their outdoor voices on my cramped commuter train as I try to write this. Yeah. Yes, some of us are working, you mm-hmm. braying morons. Mm-hmm. I don't care about your irritating boss or whether you think the Jets should sit Sanchez and play Tebow. Neither do all the other plainly exasperated people sitting around me trying to read, trying to work. Just enjoy a half hour of blessed silence. Remember silence? Probably not, for it is dead. As author Tim Kreider said in a splendid essay in the New York Times this week, you cannot find any measure of quietude in any public place anymore. Insipid music fills restaurants and stores and stadiums. Banks of TVs blare from the walls of bars. Idiots blast their MP3 players so loud that their oral effluvia leaks from their oh, earbuds. Yeah, very annoying. Assaulting everyone within 20 feet like a bad odor. Really annoying. Kreider says the war is lost. And so the volume has incrementally incrementally risen, the imbecilic din encroaching on one place after another, mass transit, waiting rooms, theaters, museums, the library. William Falk says, why am I so irritated by the imbeciles who make all this din? No doubt my crankiness is another sign that I'm just growing old. But it's not just that. When narcissists prattle loudly into their cell phones in a public place, or erupt into shrieking, wine-fueled laughter through your fine restaurant meal, mm-hmm. they're sending a clear message: quote, "We are sharing this space, but who cares if I'm bothering you? I matter. I, I matter, and you don't." Mm-hmm. Wrong, you jerks! Now, for the love of God, shut up! I'm begging you. Signed, William Falk.
1: Yeah, there's a there was this a study is a, out that said that one of yeah. the reasons that people talking on their cell phone is so annoying as opposed to two people talking is that you can only hear half of the conversation so as an observer it's very annoying because you aren't getting the full story not that you really want to hear the full story but that is one of the reasons it is so annoying to hear people talking on their cell phone but you're right the, the, the people talk very loud on their cell phones I, and, and i and, I'm, and i like him
0: i'm wondering am i just getting crankier but no nope. i remember I my wife so. and i went to a restaurant a couple weekends ago And it got so loud in there. These people at a a table were laughing and carrying on so loudly that it became unpleasant to be there. And then I noticed that I was talking louder to her. And so, you know, everybody's voices are getting louder just to be heard with their companions that they're sitting across from. And it's like it just gets louder and louder and louder. You want to stand up and go, shut up! I know. And see what happens.
1: It is. And I'm sure I've. I've contributed to to the noise in a restaurant when I'm having fun. But it does seem, noise does bother me. I get really tired of it. I like things quiet. I don't, and, I, and you know what really bothers me a lot is screaming children. Mm. Even in a grocery store. Yeah, yeah. Anywhere, anywhere, a screaming child is just... And some people it doesn't bother them at all, but for some reason it just it's like nails on a chalkboard to me.
0: Yeah, well, you gotta, you know, people don't take ownership of their screaming child. Well, but they'll the, either ignore it or say Timmy,
1: or they're Timmy. they're they're the people that are talking loud and don't think it's an issue.
0: Yeah, I know, but it does. It, it may not be any different than it was a hundred years ago, but it seems like it is getting worse. There is there aren't places where you can just go. Ah. You just racks in your own quiet that's why i like to to jog still mm-hmm. when i can cuz i i like to go by myself and just to just be alone and not, yeah, but is not it quiet, have are you hearing blasting away? I are mean?
1: you hearing cars? And I mean there's there's noise everywhere. I'm
0: hearing gunfire sometimes. <laughs> I, I guess I shouldn't be running there. Yeah. But there
1: is noise everywhere. Dogs are barking, the you I know, know, cars yeah. are zooming by, there's equipment, machinery going on. It's well, you just... know, maybe
0: we just need to li- live out in in live away from a big city, for one mm-hmm. thing. It's always going to be noisier there. There's going to be jackhammers going and airplanes flying overhead. I know. Tractors and, you know, braying mules and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Which leads me to another topic in this uh, otherwise, th- this very fine magazine, by the way. Uh, and it's it's in their health and science section, which always has some good stuff in it.
1: What issue are you looking at?
0: Uh, I think is this, uh, November? this is, uh, I don't know, it's a... It's a couple weeks back. Okay. So it must be uh, the November 30th. Okay, yeah, it's a few got weeks it. Back. And here's the headline Are Humans Getting Dumber? And I'll just give you the, the basic uh, uh, thumbnail here is that the theory of Stanford University researcher, whose name is Gerald Crabtree, he says, uh, as a species, yeah, we're not as smart as we used to be. But that's his theory, anyway. He can't, hmm. can't prove it. Now, here's why he thinks this. He said, the the uh, he believes that the human intelligence started to decline when civilization made life easier and allowed dimmer individuals to survive and to pass yeah. on their genes. Of course. That's it. Used to be survival think, of the fittest, mm-hmm. and now you don't have to be that fit. You know, don't worry. We got things that we got yeah. ways to take care of you. Don't worry about right. it. And he said, I would wager that if an average citizen from Athens of one thousand B.C. were to appear suddenly among us, he or she would be among the brightest and most intellectually alive of our colleagues and companions. Hmm.
1: Interesting. He
0: figures human beings reached their intellectual peak two to six thousand years ago, when life was so harsh, so harsh so individualistic that bad judgment generally right? led to yeah, death.
1: Exactly. You had to you had to have your crap together. That's right. And or else you were toast.
0: He said a hunter gatherer who did not correctly conceive a solution to providing food or shelter probably died. Yeah. He says, whereas today a modern Wall Street executive uh that made a similar conceptual mistake would actually get a big bonus and be uh-huh. more attractive as a mate. Right. So clearly something is
1: it's an interesting theory it's an interesting theory and I I mean I know he there's really no way to prove that obviously but it, it does make sense that if you are not challenged I mean if you are challenged and you aren't um, uh, not punished isn't the right word but if there is no consequence to mistakes then you're right what's the point of learning and getting smarter
0: yeah it's it is interesting mm-hmm. stuff and again, like the the thing we read just a moment ago about how loud everybody seems to be getting, this is observable stuff. You can see this if you if you go out to a restaurant, go anywhere and just sit and just pay, look at what's going on around you. And 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 to me, some of the most worrisome stuff is this. When when you overhear a conversation, and I don't mean to single out young people, but they are going to inherit this place. Uh, When you hear a conversation going on, yeah, man, so I said to her, like, yeah, that'd be totally, like, cool. But then, like, she got all, you know, like, and you hear that kind of thing. You're thinking, are these people, are these going to be the CEOs of companies someday?
1: I am shocked at you. Can
0: people communicate anymore? I am shocked at
1: you. Well, why? Well, because every group, uh, every generation of teenager has had their own slang. Has it's had, not a
0: matter of slang; It's had their own it's a way.
1: Of, they has had their own. They have no vocabulary, They don't
0: know. They cannot. They could not put a coherent statement together to save their soul.
1: So you think they just stay with that style of speaking and they don't grow out of that? You think there's sixty-five-year-old? So. You think there's seventy-year-old men that are going to be?
0: Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> I do.
1: <laughs> so I said to her, yeah, and, I'm
0: 70 years old, ma'am, but I read at a 75 level." I
1: don't think I would. I don't think you were. I really no, but I, I'm, I'm not.
0: I'm not doing a great impression of that type, But you know what I'm talking about. I don't I know mean, what these, you're talking about. Well, it you're makes not it, paying attention. It I seems. Mean,
1: it seems like what you're saying is that you know these young people. That yeah, that's how they talk. That's how my it's nieces.
0: Not a, It's not just how they talk. It's how they communicate, which is barely at all.
1: Right. Well, have I mean, you sat down and talked to a young they, person? They can bear-
0: no, never have. Uh, but they and and that also splays out. I think out- you're
1: generalizing is the problem here. Well,
0: I know I'm generalizing, and there's very many. There's a lot of brilliant uh, yes, young people, and uh, and a lot of. Uh, uh, you know, very smart people. who were talking about are we get, are humans getting dumber? Right. Uh, that again is a generalization. I think you're making. And there's a lot of smart people too. You're voicing a
1: concern that has that is nothing new. I can. You're probably voicing a concern that has been voiced for hundreds of years now.
0: But that I, the younger I,
1: generation, I, hey, what are we gonna do? Well, I know. We-
0: I know what you're saying, and, I, and and I'm not saying that that is is. There isn't some justification for saying, well, it's just happening again. It's nothing new. Right. But I, I, there are other things that kind of worry me a little bit. One, all the California schools, for example, have decided they're not going to teach cursive writing anymore. Really? Yes. I hadn't all. heard that. And and, you, and you, wow. there's no emphasis on speech, on communication skills anymore. Now,
1: that, it, that does concern me.
0: Yeah. That I, does concern well, me. Well, now, why does that concern you, because but the other stuff doesn't?
1: What do you mean? The other stuff doesn't. Well, you dismissed me because out of language. Hand. No, I'm just saying that language and the ability to communicate is what bonds us. That's what I'm saying. No, you didn't say that. And you, I see it
0: breaking down. No,
1: you just said that, that you know they're just talking like this and not putting a coherent sentence
0: together. Yeah.
1: And I think that's just generational. I think it's temporary. I think they grow out of uh, it.
0: Is it temporary?
1: I think they grow out of it. But now I I am concerned if they aren't teaching them. Is that in high school or is that in colleges? Did you say? Well, it's speech not, it's, and language, it's, uh, and I don't know communications. the exact
0: uh, grade level, but they're they're basically.
1: That's a shocking. That's when you
0: learn cursive is in elementary school, that's so a shocking, that's probably where. It's yeah,
1: started. that's shocking to me. I think language. Well, some people is, is would say, "Well, who cares? Important. Who
0: cares? We're a keyboard society now, anyway. Who cares?" But I, I, I mean, what if you can't even write your own signature anymore? Right. I don't know. Yeah. That, and then, then of course, there's also the phenomenon of. The ubiquitous presence of cell phones phones, and smartphones and texting and there's a we saw a powerful piece on the internet and it's traveling all around but it's it is
1: uh, Is that the one by Albert Einstein
0: yeah there's Albert Einstein is quoted and I don't have the quote here it's around somewhere but it it, it, basically the point of it is that this uh, is what Albert Einstein used to worry about and and if I could just paraphrase it it was that he worried that technology someday would overtake us and we would uh, develop into a nation of idiots. Now Albert Einstein was no idiot, but he worried about that. And you could argue that that is a little bit of what's happening these days. Here's what he said exactly. He said, I fear the day that technology will surpass our human interaction. The world will have a generation of idiots. So the other part of this, uh, this email that's going around now shows pictures of people, uh, young people at restaurants, they're at they're at athletic competitions. They're in museums. They're all over, and in every picture, the everybody's. They're sitting with their friends, right? The people that they know, but they're not. Commu- they're not communicating with them orally. They're on the phone. They're, they're, they're texting. On the, on the smartphone. something else is more important to right. them than the people, warm bodies that they're sitting next to. Yeah,
1: I. You That's know. a weird
0: phenomenon, and it's not going to go away.
1: Well, I think now you're kind of you get into an issue of manners, and yeah. I mean, I have a real that issue. that went away a
0: long time ago. I have a
1: real issue with phones at the dinner table. I have a, a real issue with that, and I don't know how to tell some of my friends put yep. your flipping phone away. Yeah, I agree. We're out having dinner, and you know what? When I'm you, not standing your up. Your phone should not even be even on your person.
0: Yeah, I can come down off my high horse too because somebody. Uh, in my life pointed this out to me he said well, you know what you're doing this too. I said, really you're right. I am what and so I decided I, I'm not doing that. I, I'd be in I'd be a restaurant or someplace right. looking at my I said, no. well, who am I? Scolding other people right uh, when I when I do this? it's easy habit to get into but you got to leave it You got to put it away right you got to you're right. you got we got to learn how to talk to each other face to face Verbally and 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 orally again.
1: The other thing that's interesting, too, is that what it creates is this constant stimulation. There's constant stimulation. So there's the argument that we don't even know how to be bored anymore because we don't get a chance to be bored. And so that stifles creativity. Mm -hmm. Because if you're standing... I was
0: going to say, if you are doing that all the time, you're not taking time to just sit
1: and think. Or... Remember, if you'd be standing in a long line for something, DMV mm-hmm. or whatever, now I've got my phone. I can play Angry Birds. But in the in the in the old days, you would talk to the other people in line, mm-hmm. maybe, or make comments, or you know, there's no more of that interaction. And you're well, not. I wouldn't really say no
0: more. No, nor would you of that really. type of interaction. But no. it's it's becoming a dwindling. I supply. get on a
1: plane. I get on a plane. Everybody's on their smartphone. Yeah. I put mine. I already have mine turned off before I even get on the plane. And
0: you can see how twitchy <clears throat> some people are getting. Right. Up to the moment and where I'm, the plane's actually taking off the sir would you turn it sir you have to turn it off now but they, my point they,
1: is that t- i can't even say hi to them or you know i, I can't interact because they're on their phone it's, and it's, it's just really sad it,
0: it reminds me of the days when um there were more uh there were more people smoking and you'd see them and they, as soon as they'd get off the plane they'd be lighting up and they and then then and then, then they get real twitchy when they couldn't smoke it's this has become a uh, an addiction mm-hmm. just like that. It is a genuine
1: know. addiction. There is a there is a whole study on, on internet addiction, technology addiction. It's a real thing. You know what? I've found myself actually days where I've thought, how many times am I going to check Facebook and my email? And I'm like, I need to stop that. I don't need to check it all the time. Yeah, and if it you go on a vacation
0: somewhere, yeah. don't take that. Don't take those things with you. I know, but that's really hard to be disconnected. The world's interconnected, though, I know. And the temptation is, well, maybe I'll just check my emails like three times a day. Right, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because do you ever hear people saying, uh, "I'm taking the day off, but I will be checking my emails." Yeah. Well, you're not taking the day off. Yeah, not if really. You're checking your emails.
0: Yeah. Might as well when stay. When I take in. the day
1: off, I don't. I take it. I don't even check my emails. Well, good for you. Yeah. That's good right. for you.
0: But you got me so steamed now. I'm just gonna go take a, a cold shower. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. Hang on. I got to answer this text. All right. And let's go out with a little more Dave Brubeck. For listening to Peculiar Podcast. Join Pat and Lisa online at Peculiar Podcast's Facebook fan page. On Twitter, at Mr. Pat Cashman and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in
1: peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.